1: Thanks, Gemma, for you know agreeing to come on and, and speak to us. You know you've got uh, such an amazing, inspirational story, so it'll be quite good to capture that for our listeners and uh, get to get a, a bit of uh, insight about you. So um, I thought uh, initially we'll probably just begin by uh, if you could just share your journey up up to now sort of uh, you know well,
0: well where do you want me to start do you want me to start from you know my first uh, <laughs> my first sort of incident with with properties or do yeah. you want me to go way back when
1: yeah so if you, if you if you go way back just uh take us back from uh you know the beginning like uh you know um growing up you know where you, you grew up and uh you know school and and uh uh, work and uh, up to the point where you sort of uh, stopped work and looking to to get into into property so yeah just because uh, uh, you know most of our listeners get to sort of relate to the history of uh, you know people that they, they get sure. to to, so they can also you know relate it to their life history and their background as well and get inspired say so, you know if Gemma coming from this background is able to do this maybe we have hope as well
0: <laughs> yeah hopefully yeah. Yeah, so um so I had a pretty uh, normal um you know upbringing um uh my mum was a single parent and you know she really 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 struggled bless her.
2: Mm.
0: you know we we never knew we ne- she kept it well hidden
2: yeah
0: my brother so. You know, it was it was amazing. And I look back now and I'm going an to absolutely, you know, admire her because, you know, her strengths and she she worked all the hours got sent. And, you know, um, she was really inspiring. And, and she'd had me at a young age as well. And I thought, you know, what do I want to do out of life? You know, I want to make sure that I um, have a good career um, and I do everything the normal way, you know, like get married and, you know, that's, that's what everyone aspires for. You know, you want security in life, you want to buy a house and, and things like that. So I actually started my working career very early on at the age of 14 when you was allowed to do that. And mm. um, I was working in a um, fish and chip restaurant in Lincoln oh, wow. where, where I was brought up and um, and yeah, worked after school I worked the whole weekends and I I think I was getting about 40 pound a week
2: yeah it was that
0: really good but I mean I put in the
3: hours
0: (laughs) yeah so and then I um I sort of didn't know what kind of direction I wanted to go in
3: yeah
0: Uh, and I was a little bit of a lost soul between the, the the ages of about 16 and and 17 Mm. Um, I I'd stayed on at school in sixth form Um, I think I was studying health and social care I didn't like it I then um, joined college because I was quite a sporty active person Um, and I was doing a um, sports and exercise science course and I didn't like it and I thought, my mum was saying to me, you know, you'll never amount to anything if you don't do anything. And, I, you know, them words have, have still stuck fast with me years on. If you don't do anything, then you, you're you not going to be anything. You're not going to become anything. And if you want something, you go out and get it. So I had a massive, like, turnaround on myself and, you know, give me head a wobble. And um, I actually went in the military. So I oh, um, joined the REF um uh, day after my 18th birthday <laughs> I was like you know my mum was so proud my my grandparents were so proud of me they was like well you was a bit of a lost soul for a bit and then all of a sudden you know you, you kind of turned it around and and good on you so yeah I joined the um, the REF in 2004 and um, I was a medic. It wasn't initially what I wanted to do mm. Actually, I wanted to join the army in the Royal Horse Artillery. But I would broke my finger and couldn't um, couldn't go in because because of, you know, mm. breakage. And they said, you know, you'd have to wait 12 months. And the RAF said, oh, we'll take you in six months. And I was like, OK, yeah. I just wanted to get in then. Um, And, uh, yeah, so I joined the RAF in 2004 and, you know, what? I had an amazing, amazing time. Um, I was down um, working in London and Portsmouth and, you know, traveling about and it was absolutely fantastic. And then um, I'd got based um, in Lincolnshire, which obviously was close to home. Um, Literally only 45 minute drive away from family and friends. Um, which I was pretty, pretty chuffed about, really, because a lot of people, you know, they they move away from home and then they don't they don't go back until they leave the forties. So. So, yeah, I joined, uh, I joined and I got posted to Coningsby and then I met um, who is now my, my ex-husband, but I'd met my husband there mm. um, and we decided to buy our first property when we was 21 years old. And, you know, that's mm. such, such a big step. Yeah, yeah. Um. And uh, And yeah. Like so. Yeah. We uh, We bought a house. Um. We bought it off market. Which you know, had I know then what I know now, off market properties are like gold dust. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, I bought a property off market, but I bought it in two thousand and six. So. That was right before the crash.
2: <laughs> right before the crash.
0: Yeah, so, um, so yeah, we'd, we'd bought a house. We uh, then became landlords at the age of 22 because, um, you know, we we moved out of that property after getting married. Um, oh, no, I think it was about 20, 24, actually. Yeah, we moved out of the property. Um, because we'd got married and then the military give you like marital quarters. So yeah, that they get yeah. houses and, and we moved away from, uh, uh, from Lincolnshire anyway. So, um, so it was the right thing to do to rent out and, um, and yeah, we, well, we had a, a great experience as landlords and learned a lot at a young age, um, you know, about, you know, certain life skills that some people don't get until they're in their thirties. Mm. Uh, you know, uh, there's there was so much to learn and to make sure that the house is ready for rental purposes. And you know, people. I mean, we we had a um, a couple of good tenants in, and we had a, a couple of bad tenants in as well, where they weren't paying the rent. And um, and then our house got downvalued by twenty six thousand pound, and we were like, no. <laughs> No, so um, so yeah, definitely had a little bit of a learning experience, and yeah, um, yeah. and then um, uh, we decided to sell it. I think we sold it. Um, I think I was twenty-eight, so I had my little boy when I was twenty-six. Mm. Decided to leave the REF because with us both both being in the REF, it's very difficult to have a family because you can get posted from one end of the country to the okay. next. Yeah. And
2: yeah.
0: I made that sacrifice, you know, as the woman and, and wanting to child bear. Um, so I decided to come out and um, having after coming out of the military. Um, I became what's known as a dependent. So I, I pretty much followed my husband around um, in the military. Hmm. Um, and then um, we, we obviously wanted to start having a family and we, um, we come across a few, um, you know, bridges really, and we couldn't have a child naturally, yeah. so I actually went through IVF treatment, mm. and uh, my little boy, who's now eight years old, he was born by IVF treatment, mm. and um, yeah, so it was it, it was very successful, and um, you know, I, I thank God that you know I was able to to be a mom, something that yeah. I wanted to be, and. And yeah, so um, things sort of took a turn for the worse. You know, unfortunately, things happen, and and we decided to go our separate ways. Mm. Um, I found myself in a very, very dark place, mm. um, and this is a place where I never exper- uh, never wanted to experience, because in my head, I thought I'd done everything right. I'd yeah. got I had bought a house, I got married, you know, the, the normal traditional way. Oh, yeah. I thought, well, this can't happen. Like this is, you know, this is what I had planned. Like, how has how, how has this happened? Um, and I ended up moving back home to Lincoln. And I I was currently down London. So I um I took my little boy with me and and moved back home and Um, and I'd just gone through a really, um, it was a difficult breakup, but at the same time I lost my grandparent, um, my nan, and she was the heart of the family. She was the most amazing woman ever. And we'd never experienced a death in the family as well, myself, like someone so close and it was, um, it was very quick, very, um, we didn't expect it and you know she was she was only 69 years old I mean that's not you know that's, that's four mm. years over the retirement age so yeah, yeah. yeah it really like it, it knocked me for six so obviously I experienced um you know the death of my nan and then a couple of weeks later I'd, I'd moved back to Lincoln and my, and my marriage had failed mm. and I found myself wondering what I was going to do um I had Took away some debt with me. I had this young baby who had just turned one years old, and um, and I thought I am I am literally I, I don't know what to do. I I didn't know um, a way out, um, and I ended up going on benefits, which I'd never ever done in my life, and mm. um, and I thought I I'm literally. I'm, I'm on you know rock bottom how am I going to get out of this I had loads of debt I ended up entering into an IVA um, because I couldn't cons- like my bank would not consolidate my my debt and um, yeah it was such a difficult time and I thought you know what right I'm gonna take myself back to college it's hmm. the only way that I'm going to be able to get a a job. And I didn't want to stay in the medical industry because I'd done that. Like I'd done the seven years, uh, you know, in the military. And I didn't want to stay in the uh, the medical industry. So I wanted to do something completely different. So I went back to college and uh, studied employment law. And um, it was something that interested me. And I thought, you know what, right, I want to get in the biggest company in um, my city and the only way i could do that was by going as a contractor so i mm. went in the back door because i couldn't get in the hate bar department unless mm. i went in really low so i'd got myself a job in there um and i was working in uh, an engineering company for an engineering company called siemens which work globally it's, it's a global company um they provide you know gas and power um engines for you know around the world it was a great company to work for and um and uh yeah so so the money started coming in I was only working 20 hours a week and I was still doing college one day a week and um I found myself absolutely loving my job so much that I actually yeah. <laughs> didn't want, I didn't want to work in HR I really loved my job I was looking at drawings of parts and I was like yeah, this is really interesting. I was working with engineers, and and a lot of the the people that I worked with were men, and they had come. Some of them had come from military backgrounds, so it was what hmm. I was used to. Do you know what I mean?
2: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah. So I um, so I really enjoyed my job, and I actually got promoted and moved up and and um, moved up three times in my five years that I was working for the company. Um, got more and more responsibility. I ended up becoming a project manager for the for the department that I was in, um, and I was getting paid really well. And you know, probably more than I deserved. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was getting paid really well, and I managed to clear all my debt and completely debt free from from working hard. And and you know, and uh, I really appreciate the company that I did work for because they did look after me.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but then, obviously, last year, we all had a stumble, didn't we?
1: Yes, absolutely. So,
0: you know, I think in one way or another, we've all been affected by that horrible C word.
2: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah.
0: And, yeah, so, yeah, uh, last year, I mean, I, I tried to become permanent at the, um, at the place where I worked for years um there never be there was never an opportunity for me to become um, a permanent employee
2: yeah. and
0: um and I thought okay I've re- reached a pinnacle position in my career like in the department I can't go any higher so I decided to change departments so I went from working in what was the supplier quality department I mm-hmm. sort of like mm-hmm. sidestepped into procurement so I was working in the commercial environment expediting and scheduling and uh, and I really enjoyed it but I thought if I move if I add another string to my bow I can maybe go up the ladder that way rather than be stuck where I was and um, and yeah so I changed I changed departments and I was learning it and everything and then all of a sudden I'm obviously corona hit and I see the business making drastic changes
2: Mm.
0: and they decided to reduce my contract from a six month rolling contract down to a three month contract. Mm -hmm. And I got scared and I thought, oh no, what am I going to do? So there wasn't a time where I was like, I'm going to have to start looking for another job or I'm going to have to retrain myself because that is not how I got into my property journey. Now, Um, I actually um, stumbled across a a video on YouTube of this guy who was talking about property. And I really liked his ethos, you know, his ethics, he was, I I understood him, I felt like I was on the same page as him. And he he intrigued me. And I, I kind of like, started watching more and more videos. And and I thought, you know, I've always been involved in in property in one way or another. And I really, really like, um, you know, doing up properties and adding, adding your own style onto it. And I thought, okay. you know, what, I'm, I'm going to start training. I'm going to start doing these courses that he recommends mm-hmm. because I've got an interest into it. So obviously, I was doing the training on an evening, and I was working full time in the day. I was also trying to juggle homeschooling. Yeah. I don't know where I found the time, Alex. Honestly, <laughs> I, I look back and I'm like, I'm probably just as busy now, but mm-hmm. I, I can choose when I want to do things now.
1: Yes.
0: But yeah, um, so I started this training um, in October, I think it was.
2: Yeah,
0: and uh, yes, yeah, so I was doing this training, and um, it seemed to come naturally to me, Alex. I was mm-hmm. uh, the the things they were telling me to do. I was I was doing, and um, and I I enjoyed doing that more than my day job. Mm. And I said to my partner, my partner at the moment, Chris. I said, um, I need more time because I am doing this training, I'm going out viewing houses, I am building an investor list, and these investors are hungry investors, they want these properties, and I just don't have time to go out and and get it, and I'm actually in a a support group, and um, they laugh at me actually, because I always make, oh, I can't say the word, analogies, (laughs) analogies, to fruit and I'm like one of my clients has come to me they want two apples and you know a, a bunch of grapes mm-hmm. and I need to go out and find that but I can't I can't I ain't got the time to go I always make a reference to the fruit shop yeah. uh, and um and yeah so um I just I kept moaning about time and you know I, I felt you know if I had more time I'd be able to give the service that I want to give. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so I spent October, November, December, building up a great network of people around me.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, within the within the property industry. And um, yeah, and I en- enjoyed it. And I thought, I want to do this full time. So I thought, I'm going to, I'm going to leave my job eventually, but it's going to be on my terms. And I felt like I had that. Something was holding me back because I was always about security, but the property industry teach you that nothing is secure. Mm. Nothing is secure. The, The only given in life is you die and you're born. You know, they're definite in life. Everything in between is of our decision. Yeah. And I thought, oh, no, I, you know, I've got security. I'm getting paid weekly at the moment. I can't do it yet. Let's wait until I've got a bit of capital in my bank. Yeah, um, yeah. And then I'll, I'll do it full time. And um, oh, apologies, I'm just going to call. There we go. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, so I thought, um, you know, I, I'd, I'd sold a couple of deals. And um, unfortunately, one of them, uh, I then got gazumped. By another um, another person, so I lost the first property. Mm. The second property um, that the investor decided to pull out, so I I ended up refunding them the money. Mm. Um, and um, and yeah, so I thought to myself, "Oh God, I can't do this." Like, you know, it's, it seems really really difficult. And I think it what it was, Alex, was because I was working half seven till half two every day. Yeah, and I was picking my little boy up from school because I was classed as a key worker in the energy sector. I was picking my yeah. boy up
2: from
3: school,
0: and then I had my mum hat on till half past seven when he went to bed. And then I had my property investor hat on, looking for properties, talking to investors, and um, and I just felt like um, something, something's got to change,
1: yeah.
0: And then Christmas had happened, and I returned back to work on, I think it was the 4th of January.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And on the 9th of January, I got a phone call from, I had two bosses at the time. I got a phone call from two of my bosses and they don't normally call me. And I thought, why are they calling me? Mm-hmm. And uh, they said, hi, Gemma, I'm really sorry, but um, I've got a bit of bad news. Oh, and wow. I was like, okay. And they said, we can't renew your contract. I mean, I'd been there five years. I did not see this coming. Um, and I was like, wow. And do you know what, Alex? I got so upset. I was so upset. I thought, My team, yeah, I thought, what am I going to do? Um, I've been doing this, um, you know, sourcing properties for investors for the last couple of months. And I have, haven't had a, a deal complete what am I going to do? Like, I don't want to go back on benefits. Jobs at the moment are so difficult to, to get because people are working from home. Nobody's really taking on at the moment. Um, so I had a bit of a panic and I cried and cried and cried. And I'm at, I'm actually embarrassed that I cried now because now I'm sort of laughing my head off <laughs> at everything that's happened since. Yeah. And... Um, And yeah, and I was so emotional. And do you know what? I didn't get the support from the company Mm
2: -hmm. that
0: I felt like I was I was deserved of of that sort of support because um, I'd had no follow up from that. It was a bit of a, you know, you're leaving in two weeks, and I thought, wow, okay. But a week prior to that, I'd actually viewed a property that. I thought one of my investors would really really lie and yeah. um, and the day after I got told that I made it was made redundant or my contract was ended I sold that deal
3: mm.
0: wow. and I was like yes this is a solid deal my client's gonna make so much of a return on his investment with this um, and I'm gonna be leading that project from cradle to grave mm-hmm. and I thought yes I can do this I can do this and I think that being told um, that I couldn't I couldn't do it I had a lot of um, skeptical people around me yeah. that thought I wouldn't be able to do this I couldn't achieve what I wanted and um, you know, this isn't possible and there's no requirement for this service. And, um, and yeah, I actually did sell a deal. And since then, I've gone on to sell a couple more deals and I'm actually now making seven times more than what I was getting paid in my full-time job.
3: Wow. So, you
0: Brilliant. know, that's where I'm at now. I am so, so busy, but I'm so grateful yeah. that my old business said we can't take you on anymore because i felt when mm-hmm. when they said that i felt you know what i'm not valued here
3: mm-hmm.
0: and i thought we can add value elsewhere and the property industry for me is something that i'm so passionate about mm-hmm. and um, and i can add value and i help a lot of people within this industry um you know, we have a, a separate support group and um you know I try and add value as much as I can in there and anybody else that has any questions and that. So um so yeah, that is where I'm at. And yeah. I really just spent a I, good I, ten minutes telling my story there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. It's such a such an inspirational story. I mean even yourself you'll understand that there's a lot of people out there who relate to, to to this story that you just shared, Gemma, and it's, yeah. it's amazing because it's it's sort of uh, thank you. Yeah, you know, you've you've got a a mix there of growing up and there's this uh, challenge. Yeah, it's it's almost um, you have this vision whether it's uh, you know, like most people like like you said that you know you will you know go to school, you know, do the right things, you know, you get married, yeah. you have a house but uh, I know, along the way you discover that there's challenges and life is not oh, as, yeah. straightforward as as we imagine it you
0: know yeah there uh, is so many challenges and, yes, and i think you yes. know life is um life is a game and yes. you are presented with so many challenges yes. and i think you know i i follow like law of attraction and i yes. i firmly yes. believe the universe is out there to test you you know they want to know whether you can overcome this challenge yeah. um, and how you handle it and you you know you've just got to think to yourself i can get through this like this is just another challenge every yeah. every challenge there is always a solution always That's, you've just got to find it
1: yeah absolutely absolutely and uh, it's it's all about belief and your mindset as well isn't it you, 100% uh, and, uh, and 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 also i think The sort of environment that you you sort of grow up with and you're surrounded with plays quite a key role as well, because sort of uh, taking you back, if you look back at your your life, uh, I imagine certainly from a business sense or a mindset sense, you probably, I mean, were there any significant people or figures who would mentor you or you would look up to from a sense of uh, achievements in business or worth, for example, or... Maybe yeah. most people around you are just like ordinary people who are just you know hardworking, just to look after and feed their families. So you get that distinction between yeah. you know, people who have made it and they are really successful, and like uh, in a different percentage of the people a successful yeah. people versus the rest of uh, you know people who are just like you know ordinary people. So that does play a part as well in how uh, yeah. Know.
0: And I can definitely like relate to that because the thing is that I wasn't surrounded by like minded people mm-hmm. and I always felt like I actually didn't fit in I didn't yeah. fit in in any way with my family i mean yeah. from from a humor point of view I definitely fit in like personality wise but from a business minded i didn't fit in in that way nobody had been in the military like i had no one had bought their house at the age that i had yeah, um, yeah. nobody had, had, you know is has, has actually created a business i mean i have i am the director of my own business like nobody's yeah. ever done that in, in my family and um and and the same with like my friends i was always on a different page i was the only one that went in the military i was the first one to buy a house i was the first one to get married and you know I I always felt like I I went against the grain or I don't know whether that's just my personality but I never tried to stick out because attention is not my thing I don't you know I, I shy away from all eyes on me and you know sometimes I get called up to to discuss things and and do a talk um, on the zoom calls and I get embarrassed and I'm like oh no we can't do it but um but I do and I, I try not to let my emotions get the better of me or or my shyness I mean you probably wouldn't think right now Alex, I'm absolutely bricking it <laughs> but, um, but yeah i just um i don't um I just feel like i in any of any of the kind of crowds that I've been around and um you know. I, I wanted to stick out, but in a way of uh, of doing something different that I enjoyed. And it yeah. wasn't, yeah. you know, we're brought up to, to work hard at school, yeah. stay out college, you know, find a partner, get a dog, <laughs> get a house, yeah. you know, get married, have kids. We, all of us, that has been instilled into us since we were yeah. And I just was that rebel. And I, you know, I tried that way and it didn't work out for me. So now I do it completely
1: different. Different way. Yeah. 100%. Um, hmm. And, and uh, in, in a way, your your story, I mean, when you study a number of, you know, human behaviourists, even uh, looking at uh, the, uh, you know, uh, law of attraction and the secret, just like yes. you mentioned, um, in a way, your your vision and the the character of you and the things that you wanted in life, even though your environment was not conducive to support you to make that step, but you yeah. never lost that vision, and the universe, in a way, has a way of delivering that to you eventually. It
0: does way. exactly, <laughs> yeah, and it, it was always there at the forefront of mind. And I, do you know yeah. what? If if any of my um, old colleagues. See this yeah, um, yeah they will they will confirm that a couple of years ago I said I'm gonna be a millionaire one day
2: absolutely, I, absolutely. I am
0: gonna be a millionaire and mm. I feel like and I and my partner will agree a few years well maybe a year ago I said I feel like there's more out there for me yeah I just yeah. feel like I felt like I wasn't in the right place Alex mm-hmm. I felt like everything I was doing you know, nine till five, get up, take the kids to school, pick, it, I just felt like that wasn't me, and that wasn't the life that I was going to lead, mm-hmm. and now at like the age of 35, was I'm still young, I've got a full yeah, career ahead of me, but I, at that particular time, I still felt mm-hmm. there's more out there for me, yeah. and I, what, what is it, where is my opportunity, And and this was my opportunity, and now I've taken to it like a duck to water and I've got some great projects coming up I've got a HMO that I'm going to be well it's a it's a three-bedroom property that I'm going to convert into a seven-bed HMO um, and share and I've got another project that I've taken on that is um, it's just going to be adding value to that property and then um, renting it out at the end I mean it's it's crazy Mm -hmm. a month ago I was just logging onto my computer yeah. putting orders on speaking to suppliers and uh yeah and <laughs> now i can literally yeah. i feel like I'm the keeper of my own life now
1: at least now as well you are in a separate sort of in a, in a different support group because just like you are saying that you know you had these thoughts about you know you're probably worth more than what you're getting now. And you had this vision that you're going to be successful and a millionaire. But uh, I imagine at that time, the people and the surrounding that you are in, they probably wouldn't as, as much sort of understand, you know, what you're talking about. Oh, no, right.
0: Alex, they were laughing at me. <laughs> exactly.
1: They were laughing
0: at me. They yeah. thought yeah. I was crackers.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, like they... you're, you're, just, you're just cuckoo. You, you're in a, in some wonderland somewhere that you yeah.
0: Exactly, they thought they thought I was crackers, and they,
1: yeah.
0: they you know, I, and I would have conversations with them about it, and they they'd just laugh, you know they they were boys that have been stuck in their ways doing you know engineering duties for for years, and I'm there going, I'm gonna be a millionaire one day, that you know this yeah. is this is gonna be me, you know, I'm gonna do something, I'm gonna make something of myself. Yeah. Well, well, I've got a message for you. You know, look at me now. Look at me now. <laughs>
1: yes, absolutely. And you see, you 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 never doubted yourself, you never let go of that vision. And exactly. uh, you know, uh, you know, things happen and you stumbled upon, you know, you know, something. Because when you are in that zone, actually, you know, you, you pick up what is around you and the opportunities that you, you can spot, like looking at that. Uh, video that you, you said you looked about property. If you are not in the zone of, uh, you know, you're going to be successful and all of that, that wouldn't have meant anything to you, which means you would have just passed it on and just some random uh, yeah. thing in the media and not picked it up. But because you were tuned in, your writer was looking out for opportunities and those things that would yeah. enable you to get to where you you you, you needed to be, you would yeah. keep up on that. And the rest is, is, is history. And then, you it know, you're getting. Mm-hmm.
0: my yeah. subconscious mind was saying
1: yeah
0: like this is it you you know just just do it just do it like what have what have I got to lose and I kept saying to myself I've got nothing to lose like yeah you know <laughs> doing this and and then I started seeing like patterns of numbers everywhere two, 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 yeah. 11 11 I was like my thoughts are becoming things I keep thinking about this mm-hmm. this is the right thing to do and and I kept on saying to my partner, look, 11, 11, 11, you know, and I was like, he was like, well, you know, it's a sign, it's a sign. And I was like, yeah, I've got to do it. And, you know, I'm yeah. glad I listened to my mind because, you know, never in my, never in the back of my mind did I think I can't do this.
1: Yeah, It yeah. was
0: more of a, how can I do this?
1: How can I do how, Yeah.
0: How, how and when and, you know, it was never – Never I never doubted myself. I never thought I couldn't do it. I just thought that I wouldn't get as big as what I did very quickly. Mm -hmm. My business has grown tenfold and I'm so busy at the moment and I am trying to at the moment find a happy work life balance because I find myself working till midnight. I mean I'm probably working more hours at the moment, Alex. It's not not work that I don't like. If if I had a job and they said you work until twelve, I'd probably cry. Yeah. But it's something that I enjoy doing, so yes.
1: I don't mind. Mm. So it it does it doesn't feel like work in a way. It's no. uh, you know you you enjoy the challenges. I mean, if if you, you probably listen to um, Dr. John DiMatteo, he talks about values, and this is exactly it. When you're doing something that's congruent to your passion and your values. It yeah. doesn't feel like work. You're just enjoying it. and it's, exactly. it's
0: cool. <laughs> exactly. And that's what it's all about. We work for, you know, 40, 50 years of our life. That is such a huge amount of our time. Why not do something that you enjoy? Yeah. And I mean really enjoy. You want to get up every day and you are excited to do it. Life's mm. so short. And, you know, I didn't want to be in the typical rat race. Get up, get to work. You know, it was mundane. It was, you know, years actually fly by, and you and you're like, how how am I still doing this? I I need to change. Something's got to change.
1: You know, I'm so happy. <laughs> and and, it, and interestingly now as well, you know, when you're in in this in this uh, particular phase of your life, you're probably studying also, you know, the characteristics of uh, those successful people and what they do. And this is what you discover that they they do things that they are passionate about. Their mindset and their thinking is different to the to other people. So yeah. the support group that you are now in and the people that you're looking up to. You start to um, you know copy and understand the traits that are making them su- successful, and yeah. then you you know you you become the same yourself. So exactly, you know, and that that's what it's, it's about.
0: Surround yourself with like-minded people, and mm-hmm. you become one. I mean, yeah. I I I mean, I'm not sure if you're aware of of the whole clubhouse vibe at the moment. Yes,
1: yes, absolutely. I,
0: and I find myself gathered in rooms with people that have got high net worth. Yeah.
1: I'm not
0: talking, you know, a couple of hundred thousand pounds. We're talking millionaires. Millionaire, millionaires, absolutely. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I've always been taught and, you know, through reading and manifestation and things like that, surround yourself with people you want to become. So yes. I'm, I'm in these rooms a lot.
1: Yeah. And and you you learn a lot in in, in, the, in these teams. Yeah. And you're, you know you're like like you say you're surrounded by these big millionaires. I mean the likes of Grant Cardone and Rob. Oh,
0: amazing!
3: And yeah,
1: and even Doctor John Martin was on last night as well. And just understanding the mindset and the thinking of these people and the things that they are doing, and interestingly, it's things that it's it's almost like life is a science, isn't it? If it's in in science, if you put uh, whatever chemicals in a particular bucket, you know, you're gonna get a certain result. So it's yes. the same life. If you put in your hard work, your thinking, and this, you're guaranteed to get these results. Exactly. And uh, and uh, yeah, so that that gives you know people uh, uh, you know hope that yeah, it is it is possible. You just need yeah. to have the right ingredients to succeed. You
0: know? Exactly, and I, I think mindset is a huge part of this. Yeah. Um, this, this kind of work is not easy. It's yeah. really not. You you are grafting. Like yeah. you are constantly on the phone or you're texting or mm-hmm. you're, you know, writing emails and, you know, it is, it is fast-paced mm-hmm. and you have to move quickly in the property world and, you know, there's solicitors to deal with, there's structural engineers mm-hmm. to deal with, you've got architects, you have got, your power team, what everyone calls, you know, of, of, um, your building team. And it, there's a lot of communication. So yeah. I, I would never advise somebody to just think that this is going to be an easy ride if you want, you know, you want wealth and success. You do have to work for it. But also your mindset has to be on point. You've got to have your why, your vision, like why are you doing this? And I'm a big believer in vision boards and you know yeah, your visualization yeah. of of what you want to achieve in life because without a goal we're nowhere what are yeah, we working yeah. for so um you know I have a a um, a vision board I know what I want to do in the next year and and my partner thought I was crazy a few years ago when yeah, I was like yeah. where do you see yourself in 5 years and he's like Gemma. I haven't thought that far ahead. And I'm like, but you've got to have some aspirations and some goals. And what do you want to do? Well, seven, six years with me, he has completely changed now. And he's like, right, in three years, I want to do this. In four years, I want to do that. In five years, this is where I want to be. So, you know, and I think that, if you have the right mindset and you have a focal point and you have a reason as to what why you want to get where you want to be, you will succeed. You just need yeah. to do yeah. things in between to make sure that you get there.
1: Uh, absolutely, you know, I couldn't, have, I couldn't have put it better myself. And and here's the, here's the dilemma, anyway, because if you're gonna work hard, anyway, because even if you're in a job, for example, you know, most people actually. Working hard in a job as well, grafting and shifts and yeah. all that, But it's probably not something that they, they like. They have to do it because they have to support family. Why yeah. don't you translate that hard work and graft into something that you're passionate about and you're loving and enjoying, and it's for you as well?
0: Exactly, yeah. And but, at the end of the day, everybody has the same opportunity. Yeah. You know? it's it's what you want to do so my friends are not the same as me like they probably love what I do they support what I do but they would never do it and everybody is different and I respect everybody for that for being different you know at the end of the day like one of my friends She's a stay-at-home mom. She looks after the children. And she's amazing mm-hmm. with the kids. Like, mm-hmm. she, she wakes up every day and there's a, a whole school, um, you know, uh, schoolwork all set up. And they've got their own little school set yeah. up. Yeah. They're doing, like, schoolwork throughout the day. And then they're going out on walks to get a bit of fresh air. And she absolutely loves that. Love she her. she thrives off that. And I think in life, we are, you know, we are all individuals, and Mm um we've got to do what's right for us Mm -hmm. um but if you surround yourself with if you feel like you don't fit in yeah and you find what your passion is you pretty quickly find like-minded people like my friend who is a stay-at-home mum. when she used to go to the baby groups she's Mm -hmm. found like-minded people that understand what being a wife and being a stay-at-home mum is all about and so you create those kind of friendships and and that's the same with me now in the property industry I've made lifelong friends that I can pick up the phone and say oh god I just having one of those days I can't get my figures right um I don't know what I'm doing and you know and they get me they get me they get the the hurdles we have to jump through, um, appraising properties and things like that, they understand everything.
3: Mm-hmm. So
0: you you have to surround yourself with like-minded people. And, you know, it, and like I said, everyone is individual. And if, you know, if you feel like you don't fit in, then find something that you love doing
1: wow. and go yeah. for it. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Now, let me um uh, put this to you because... A lot of people as well, they find themselves in a situation whereby they want to do something uh, and they have that vision and passion, but for some reason they can't. Maybe it's that comfort or the fear of jumping into uh, a particular thing that they want. And in most cases, actually, people get to do those things that they visualize and they're passionate about when they face some sort of challenge that happens to them. I mean if you take your example, uh yourself, for example, uh you jumped into probably full time just because of this challenge that you are made redundant and you, you couldn't go to work and you're almost forced into it. Whereby yeah. if if that event hadn't happened, you would probably be in the day job now. So you wouldn't be where you are now. So what 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 would you say uh people should should actually do you know, isn't it that scary to jump without a safety net, or should we wait for yeah. these challenges? Or what if they don't come? That means we never get to achieve our passions, our vision.
0: Okay, well, I always say fear is good, fear mm-hmm. is good, and I believe that without fear, mm-hmm. you won't be able to overcome it, you won't be able to win overcome the challenges. So, yeah. and I also believe that if you're scared of something, it's the right thing to do. I know that doesn't apply with everything,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, but I, I firmly believe if there's a decision on the on the cards yeah. and you are yeah. wondering, like, wow, what I, can I do this, and it's just giving your head a little bit of a wobble and think to yourself, what is the worst that can happen if I don't do this? And and that was the the decision that when when I was um told My contract wasn't going to be renewed. Hmm. I had two options. I either put my all into this career or I go on benefits. And I thought, well, that is two different ends of the spectrum here. And I didn't want to go with the latter. And I was scared that I wouldn't be successful because I'd already... The universe had already tested me with a couple of projects, and they'd fallen through. and And I think that test was okay. If you can handle
1: the mm. rejection, yeah,
0: then you deserve the success.
1: The success, wow. You know?
0: And I think if you if you have these challenges, it's just. I mean, I said last night I was on a Zoom call in front of. Mm. A couple of hundred people and, and I got called up to speak and I said um, it's like a mountain and you're going up the mountain and before you get to the top it is hard yeah. it is so hard but you know over the end of that mountain as soon as you get to the top you are in awe of yourself that you've achieved something you've got over the challenges that have been presented whilst climbing that mountain you are exhausted but you know as soon as you get to the top and you're on your down you're closer to you know um getting that cup of tea that you want you know once you've done the mountain you're getting close to that rest and um, you know getting in a nice warm place and and, but it is that uphill battle to start off with and the challenges that you will be presented with.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: You've got to know whether it is a test and you've got to push through it and use the tools that you have around you
2: yeah.
1: to,
0: to make up of that, that mountain.
1: Yeah, brilliant. Absolutely. And uh, so what is, um what is the vision for you now, you know, see yourself in five years, 10 years time, what's the grand plan?
0: Okay. So, um, so as you know, I've got a sourcing company at the moment. So I have over a, uh, I haven't counted recently, but I know I'd made over a hundred investors a couple of weeks ago and it's increased since then. So, Mm -hmm. um, so uh, I, I still want to do sourcing. I absolutely love that. Yeah. And I project manage the refurbs as well. So I want to still keep going with the sourcing side. But yeah. now that yeah. I've got capital, I want to move into a different strategy. And yeah. that is the serviced accommodation. Oh, um, right. yeah. The, the um, staycation is going to boom in the next year or so with, with yes, yes. the pandemic that we've just gone through. Um, it is, people are going to want to stay in their country and, and go and travel uh, around the UK. So I want to get into serviced accommodation to be able to provide that, that kind of, um, you know, uh, property um, and staycation place for somebody um, to, to stay in. And, um, the end goal for me is to be a developer, yeah. but not not personally myself. Um, I just want to. Uh, me, my partner is a bricklayer, mm-hmm. and it's so handy within this industry. The fact that yeah. he can build properties, yeah, um, exactly. and I want I want to have a piece of land to be able to have my partner, um, you know, build the properties. And um give some amazing family homes to uh people that are in need of housing. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. to be able to provide that, I really um that is is my vision to to provide houses for, mm-hmm. for people and, and good houses and and that. And also um I, I'd like to possibly I mean I I possibly would want a, a HMO, but I want to go into um, sort of a high class HMO um, yeah. you know students are really really good experience so um, I have a few things that I, I mean when you have a mind like mine I'm all over the place yeah. I want to do everything Alex I really yeah. want to do everything. Um, yeah, I also want to give back to the community as well and you know, I, I want to raise money for charity. I did a triathlon a couple of years ago and raised, um, raised money. And, you know, I want to continue doing that. And I think now that uh, I have my business and I do have cash flow, I'll be able to give more back as well. So, um, so yeah, there's, there's so many things, so many things that I want to do. I just yeah. know that I cannot do it all on my own. So, <laughs> yeah,
1: um, absolutely. So, I mean, we... we... Within that, what do you think is the role of, uh, you know, education or mentors or people to support you on, on your journey?
0: Um, yeah, I mean, I've done a lot of training and I think I think in the property industry, hmm. it's a bit like driving. You're taught how to drive, but your real experience is once you've passed your test. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you can continue to do further education and i highly re- recommend it you know to, to always learn you know we, we've been given a, an amazing gift we have a brain like continue to learn in any field whether that's you know working on yourself um or learning a hobby or, or something totally different but always make sure that you, you are a keen learner but in the property industry um Doing things gives you a great experience, and I think the more I do, the more I'm learning. And yeah. I always say, when I've been for job interviews in the past, I always say I'm like a sponge. I really soak it all up, and and knowledge is power. And you know, I want to surround myself with loads of people that have all this knowledge because mm, I just yeah. want to, you know, ask I always ask questions. Questions are not stupid. It don't make you vulnerable and it makes you um somebody to stand out from the crowd because they're like actually she's interested she's really interested in this she keeps Mm -hmm. asking questions that i wouldn't expect her to ask and you know so um yeah so if you are in the property industry Mm -hmm. um, surround yourself with like-minded people um do as many courses as you can related to property Mm -hmm. um and, and even like go out with people if they're doing view-ins or they're working on projects and you know I've visited other people's projects before um, just to see what they're up to and that but you know it's, it's time out of my time but I'm happy to give that time because you always learn something and it's always nice to see what other people are up to as well so yeah. if you're in the yeah. industry they're my they're my tips.
1: Perfect perfect so uh, looking looking back, some some uh quick fire questions, yeah? Um
2: yeah, let's go
1: what, for would it. You, what would you say has been the best advice that you've ever received from anyone?
0: Um um the best advice um nothing is out of reach. Really? Nothing is out of reach. That's the best advice because because it's right. There is there is nothing out of reach. You've just got to yeah. think outside the box and, and think, right, okay, I would like a Ferrari. How what do I need to do to get a Ferrari? What yeah. do I need to do? Who do I need to talk to? What ways can I get a Ferrari? I might not own it outright, but I could maybe lease it. And how much would I need to work to, to be able to lease it? And what's the balloon payment? Mm-hmm. You know, so I think nothing is out of reach. And that's what I was told, you know nothing yeah. is ever out of reach you, you can achieve it
1: yeah you, ju- you just need to think of it differently like you're saying a Ferrari it's not more oh it's expensive I can't afford it but okay that's the price what can I do to get that money to buy it yeah so, it's
0: just changing yeah. your mindset and Robert yeah. Kiyosaki said in Rich Dad Poor Dad Like, um, if, if you've read that book he said uh, re- very early on in, in the book it wasn't um, I can't afford it it's how can I afford it
2: Yes. You know, yeah. so, I
0: never, I never use that anymore. And um, you know, I think if I'd have known that last year, I'd have, my whole outlook on life would be different. I would
2: not
0: yeah. yeah, I wouldn't have said, "Oh God, I can't afford it." It would be, "Well, I can. How can I get it?" You know. Yeah. So, and that's the way I am now. It's, it's not yeah. I can't afford it. It's how can I get it? I might not be able to get it straight away, but in six months' time, I might be in a different place, and I can get it.
1: Yeah, brilliant. And what's the worst advice that you can recall?
0: Um, um <laughs> good question. You're totally put me on the spot here.
2: Um, um well,
0: probably um you need to you need to um stay on at college. Yeah. <laughs> That's
1: nothing for me yeah like like, you know get your education and just get stuck into what you're doing just but uh, when uh, actually if you take that leap of faith there's more that you can achieve out there
0: and I think I think way back when none of us really know what we want to do I mean there, there is a very small percentage of people that Know what they want to do, and they want yeah. to do it for life. Yeah, they, I was never that person. And mm. like I said to you earlier on in in, in this um, interview, like um, I didn't know I was a lost soul. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I started health and social care, and then i went into sports and exercise science. Then I ended up in the military. Nobody knows what they want to do. Yeah, um, yeah and cool. I think you've got to mature a little bit to to then want to do further education. I went back to college when I was 29. So, yeah, you know, and and I'm still not using that now. I mean, I, I know that if I was in employment, I know the law. <laughs> so that's always handy to have. But yeah. I think life experience gives you the knowledge and the experience to then go. Actually, I want to learn this. So if you are young and, you know, you you're wanting to learn, you want to go into a career, but you don't know where you want to go. It doesn't matter because yeah. 10 years time you can still learn and i did courses last year i'm 35 like you Mm. know you're never too old to change career you're never too old to learn so but going to college early on when i was told you know this is how you need to do it this is how you get a good career didn't get me anywhere
1: (laughs) so i mean with with that then knowing what you know now um what advice would would you have given your younger self?
0: Um, I mean, I have no regrets, Alex, because Mm -hmm. I won't be the person that I am now.
2: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: The advice I'd probably give my younger self would be, you are going to be faced some big challenges, Mm -hmm. um, but I want you to know that there's always light at the end of the tunnel. Uh, You know? because I wouldn't change anything that I have been through it makes us who we are it gives us experience it gives us life experience and Mm -hmm. you know um yeah I'd probably change my boyfriends but (laughs) (laughs) normal life I would just like I would say like I said you know I'd just say look you're going to have so many challenges in life but I have already been through it and you are going to get there. You know, yeah. you, you really are. And yeah. and nothing is is really as bad as what it seems. It yeah. might be at the time, like I've, I've had debt crisis in the past. I've had bailiffs at my door. Yeah. But now I look back and I'm like completely debt free. And I'm like, at that mm. time, I was so low. And I thought, I cannot get out of this hole. I really cannot get out of this hole. No. But you can. It is not the end of the world. There's always a way out of it. So,
3: yeah.
0: you know, and to anybody, anybody that's struggling right now, yeah. it is just a very short time in your life that you will be struggling. Mm. You will get through it. You will get through it. And if you don't know how to get through it right now, please utilise the, the, your surroundings, the people around you um, to help you get through it. There's always a solution to a problem
1: your yeah, program that's great advice Gemma you know whatever we are going through in our lives even the people in our lives they're, they're there in that particular moment to teach us something so if we can you know look at the challenges but also pick the lessons from there so it's those lessons that help us in the in the future you know to look forward to, to what we can achieve so
0: and it's karma uh, and things are there to test us you, yeah. you know if you don't get tested in life then life would be pretty boring yeah. you know you have certain lessons to learn in life mm. and you know that i've had loads of lessons and you know people have come into my life and i've gone no not doing it and then and then they've come back around and karma's come round again to test you are you going to yeah. make that mistake again you mm. know here's your opportunity now <coughs> did you yeah. went down this road you had this crossroad you yeah. went down same path, are you gonna choose that path again? Because you know it will end up where you are again. So yeah, yeah you you know, everything is over you know, you can overcome everything. You just gotta yeah. get the right tools and yeah.
1: The right people around you as well. Brilliant. Yeah. Thanks, Gemma. So um I was gonna finish with a lighthearted this or that game. Just test you how how well you know yourself. Yeah? Okay. Give you two seconds, or actually one second to answer, no hesitation.
0: Oh no pressure then, no pressure. Then.
1: This or that game. So I okay. think some of these will be pretty straightforward. So, are you a dinner or breakfast? Dinner. 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 <laughs> dinner. Tea or, tea or I,
0: coffee? I can't these days.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So you're more dinner, yeah. So mornings are like, you know, not Oh so... I,
0: I hate mornings. I yeah. hate mornings. Yeah. I'm a I'm a caffeine girl in the morning. And then I look forward for my dinner because I'm I'm a savory girl, but definitely dinner.
1: Ah, cool. So on the tea or coffee, yeah, coffee. I tea. Say, yeah? oh, tea. tea. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> more know.
2: caffeine in tea.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Okay beach or mountain beach yeah oh, so i need the sun ah uh, you need the the, the sun yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh text or a call
0: call i am terrible at texts
1: think, yeah? so
0: terrible just call yeah. me up balancer straight away <laughs> yeah
1: brilliant okay uh cat or dog dog Dog, yeah.
0: Yeah, cats. Cats are very um cats want to do everything on their terms. They're too yeah. independent for me. They're too That's independent for me,
1: yeah. They only the want
0: stroking when they want stroking.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the dog is the uh, what they say about the man's best friend, isn't
0: exactly, it? Exactly,
1: yeah. Cool, cool. Comedy or drama?
0: Comedy. I can't, uh, I can't. I love drama, but I'm such a crier, Alex. Yeah, <laughs> I'd
1: rather
0: laugh than cry. Uh, you know, I, I, I do love dramas, but um, you know, if it's a tearjerker, then yeah, I, I have yeah. to reapply my makeup. I can't deal with that. Alex, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we <have good> time. <laughs>
1: uh, what about fiction or true story? Fiction. Fiction, yeah.
0: Fiction, yeah. I love anything that is um, not real. I'm a big fan of Harry Potter movies. I've just oh, started yeah. a new series called The Snowpiercer. Yeah. It's out on Netflix. It's absolutely amazing. And, oh, yeah. Really.
1: So that that works really well with you visualising, you know, where you want to be and where you can be because you can make those thoughts become real in a way, isn't it?
2: Yeah, thoughts so. become real.
1: Okay, great. So, what about this last but not least freedom or hope? Hope. Yeah.
0: Where there's hope, there's freedom anyway.
1: Freedom, yeah. 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 So, because I I guess that hope will always carry you to move on, and there's something that you're looking forward to, isn't it? Exactly. um, Yeah. And then eventually give you freedom. Yeah. we've been absolutely amazing Gemma. So, for people looking to sort of engage with you, get in touch with you, how can people find you and what uh, are uh, the what the, uh, uh, the offer and everything else that if people are looking to get you? Let's see. Your...
0: So um so my property is called Eden's Property Sourcing Limited. So you can find me on Instagram. Yeah. Um, I'm very I haven't been Publishing a lot of posts, if I'm honest, because I think I need some kind of uh, person that can do that for me, because I have so many way, ways of methods that, you know, I'm on, I'm on Instagram, I'm on, I've got a Facebook page as well. Um, and uh, that's, that's named the same as Eden's Property Sourcing Limited. Or you can find me on uh, just normal Facebook. Just search my name, um, Gemma Eden's
2: yeah yes yeah. Yeah, so
0: send me a message um i'm on clubhouse i think again it's at Gemma Edens. um mm-hmm. so I, i'm all over the place um yeah yeah, yeah just uh, reach out to me um mm-hmm. and uh yeah we can we can connect and i can help you in in any way that i can
1: brilliant you've been absolutely amazing Gemma. thank you very much for coming to speak to us you know a lot of uh our listeners will actually relate to your story, and uh, I'll probably get some engagement with you as well. And uh, something tells me this is probably not the last time you get to come on and speak to us. We'll be following your journey. And hopefully, someone yeah. there speak to us again in the future. So, thank you. Very yeah, much. We, can
0: have, we can have a part two, can't we?
1: Absolutely, absolutely. So,
0: All right, yeah. Alex. Thank you so, so much for having me. I really appreciate it. It's been, it's been loads of fun, and we're actually ending it on one, 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 which is brilliant.
1: <laughs> absolutely perfect. Thanks, Gemma. Enjoy the rest of your day. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and you, Alex. Thanks so much. Take care.